On this episode of Rock Down South, we sit down with the country rock duo Lakeview. We talk all about how the band came together, their new single, and much, much more. We hope you all enjoy. Let's go. Yo, what's up? It's Jesse. And this is Luke. And we're Lakeview, and you're listening to Rock Down South. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Down South, your home for rock and country music. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Jesse Denaro and Luke Healy of the band Lakeview. And they're a country rock duo that I was really excited to talk with. They have this killer sound where they add in big guitars and high energy to their country tunes. And they have a brand new banger of a single out called Son of a that I think everybody should go take a listen to. We talk about their signature sound, how the guys came together, and much, much more. So without further ado, here's the show. What's up, Luke? Jesse, how you guys doing today? We're good, man. How are you? It's good to talk to you, man. Excellent. Thank you so much for jumping on, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys seem to be having a pretty good time right now. I think you got a brand new single out that you've just put out recently. Yeah, yeah. We just put out a uh, son of a probably two weeks or so, three weeks, something like that. So yeah, man, it's been going good. Yeah, man, that song is uh, that song's catching on, man. I, I'm seeing you guys posting a lot about it. I'm liking that song. I think it might be one of your strongest ones yet. And uh, yeah, man, I bet you guys are excited about putting that one out. Yeah, it's it's uh, been way overdue, man. That we actually wrote that song, I think, almost two years ago at this point. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so we we uh, didn't really have the freedom to put that out in the timely manner that we wanted to. I mean, that would have come out well over last year, but we're newly off our label and we're independent. So as soon as we got in that position, we put that sucker out because we couldn't wait. (laughs) So you guys were a part of a label. And is that when you guys put out that 2021 small town famous EP? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that EP. I gave it a listen and, uh, you had some good songs on there. I think you had a couple of heavier ones on there, like uh, Hits Different and Drink With My Friends, yeah, uh, sure. which were a little bit on the heavier side. Is it, uh, is it safe to say you guys are moving more so in that direction? Because I know you guys put out Loser and what was the other one right after that? Want It Back. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, just as we are writing more and as we're playing more shows, um, we're kind of like, figuring out what we really enjoy writing and playing uh live especially and uh it's definitely more of the rock influenced country stuff so we've been doing a lot of that stuff and our backgrounds are in that genre too so yeah it just kind of comes naturally to us as we as we're writing for the new whether it's a full length or just new singles or whatever they all seem to be leaning a little bit towards that rock side for sure so natural progression of the music i like that yeah, and I, and I really do like your sounds. <clears throat> your your sound is like one of those, so I'm a rock guy as well. I love country music as well. But um, I guess traditionally, you know, you have like country that's always leaned a little bit on the rock side, but there's always a little bit more on the Southern rock side. And every once in a while, I feel like uh, you'll have an artist that'll dip into a little bit of those modern sounds, a little bit of those more distorted, heavier guitars, you know. Uh, every once in a while and you know if they do like a Brantley Gilbert maybe he'll do it for a song or something like that Uh, but I'm definitely glad to hear that sound coming from you guys it's one of the things that kind of piqued my interest a little bit about you guys yeah I mean 
for us, it's it's we're in the studio doing this stuff all of ourselves. It's me, Jesse, and Jonathan uh, Roach in the studio putting this stuff out. And, you know, when we're in there, it's kind of one of those things where, like, we want it to be as big as possible all the time. Even if it is a feeler, like a slower song, we just still want a massive sound all the time. And like Jesse said, our, our background has been in rock. We've been doing it forever. You know, we toured the country doing that for years and years and years. So there's nothing better to us and then just a massive guitar all the time. If we can fit it somewhere, it's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like, I mean, it feels good, man. And it feels good in country music. And I'm glad that we're having more sounds like that coming out. Um, Cause I do think we're overdue for it. I've always liked that type of sound. People have dabbled in it for years, uh, but it seems like you guys are leaning right into it, which is a real exciting time in music for, uh, for at least what I like. It means a lot that you like it, man. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And so you guys mentioned a little bit about the past. So let's just jump in there. You know, where are you guys originally from? And, you know, how did this come together? Yeah, I'm, uh, I moved to Pittsburgh uh, a while ago now and met Luke there uh, officially. Um, but we crossed paths a bunch of times back in the back in the day, going on tour and playing shows in our metal and rock bands. But when I moved to Pittsburgh, we ended up living together and we we were working together during the day and working together as bouncers at night and we would listen to country radio and be like this song is great but we want to make it better and that's kind of how it started. We just started writing these songs in our bedroom after work at like two o'clock in the morning, like half drunk and uh <laughs> yeah, it just kind of develops into what it is today, which is uh really cool to look back and see how it started and how far we've come and how much farther we have to go to. That's awesome. And so you guys definitely went straight in there writing new material that had the country sound and the rock sound, right? Yeah. I mean, um, like I was saying earlier, even though like a lot of this stuff that you're hearing now, it's much, much heavier and a lot more progressed towards the rock sound of what we've had put out in the past. But these songs, like we've been writing the heavier country rock songs the whole entire existence of our band in fact we always end up writing stuff and then going in the studio being like all right that's that's probably a little over the top (laughs) so we try to pull it back a little bit but um we've never been ones to be like hey let's play 50 covers or or anything like that we're just songwriters we've always been songwriters and uh since the first time me and jesse ever wrote together it was kind of like yo this is really good i think but you know your friends are always like oh yeah we love it we love it so good you know it's hard to get an honest answer but once some other folks heard it especially some folks in nashville we were still in pittsburgh at the time we had a a a really accomplished writer here hit us up and was like yo let's get you on a phone call and figure out what the heck this is going to be. Are you guys trying to be writers? Are you trying to be artists? Because this stuff is great. And you should, if anything, move down here, be writers. So we ended up setting a date to go move to Nashville while we were super drunk, of course. And uh, (laughs) we're like, yeah, let's just drop everything. We, we, (laughs) Jesse was working on Capitol Hill at the time, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I actually just did my application to join the police Academy. And we were like, you know what? Screw it. Worst comes to worst, we could always just do that stuff down there, I guess. But 
one week before we already had set in our calendar to move on our own accord, we ended up getting a record deal offer. Nice. Nice. And uh, the reason why I was asking about the original tunes is I definitely like that approach. It's refreshing. I guess in a time that we're seeing a whole lot of people release cover songs, which I like cover songs, don't get me wrong, but uh, I guess it would be really easy for you know a group like you to just start releasing rock covers all day long on YouTube to try to start things out. But uh, I definitely like you guys jumping straight into the writing thing and leaning in there and not necessarily just, you know, be those guys who released rock versions of country songs or made them a little heavier. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, it's a slippery slope when you do covers because people will just start to really enjoy the cover and then they won't really care about your original music at all. So um, I think we were always like really, really cognizant of that. And, you know, we've only ever written our own music in whatever project we were doing. So we don't really know any other way to do it. So yeah, we just, started writing these songs and and now fast forward now we're here <laughs> and how long you been in nashville now uh like three years or so a little over three years nice nice and, and so what's the story um that i read in your bio that you guys had like some something in common i think it might have been a girl <laughs> or a girlfriend yeah i was waiting for you to ask about <laughs> that <laughs> no i mean i i uh i moved to pittsburgh for a girl and uh unbeknownst to me it was luke's high school girlfriend and then when we broke up me and luke moved in together so i just it's just hilarious how that all works out now <laughs> where, where we are today god's got a plan yeah <laughs> well obviously you guys might have had a couple of things in common in terms of maybe your interest or whatnot but uh <laughs> that's a cool story you don't hear that yeah, every day sure. yeah no so what do you guys traditionally like to listen to when you're not making music? Just traditionally, as in like some of your favorites, and then what are you guys listening to lately? Oh, man, that's that's a real tough question to ask someone like me. Uh, personally, I, I don't know, Jesse, you want to take that? Because I'm all over the yeah. damn joint. Yeah, I mean, I I think when, I'm, when we're not writing, me personally, I listen to a ton of rap. I just love rap music so much, like, hip-hop kind of like j cole kind of like lyrical hip-hop and then obviously listen to a ton of rock like all the new nickelback stuff is really 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 awesome to see how they're still putting out bangers and oh yeah we're friends with some of the dudes in wage war and memphis so listen to their stuff because their stuff is absolutely amazing and yeah i mean it's just kind of all over the board for me for sure yeah for me it's more like a song by song it's so rare for me anymore to be able to throw on an album and be like, I'm just going to listen to, I won't mention any artist names. Like I'm going to listen to this whole album and I'm going to love the whole album. And it, it just like, doesn't really happen for me like that anymore. I, I really wish it would happen more and rock it. It still does. Like a lot of rock bands are still putting out, I think complete bodies of work that I'm like, yeah, I want to listen to this whole thing. But uh, for me, it's, you know, jumping around just like rap or it's like, man, I'm just thinking this old song and, and you know, Don Williams comes on. I'm like, yeah, you know, what? I'm going to listen to Don Williams for a long time because I know half these songs from my childhood. And then five seconds later, I'm listening to Pitbull, you know, <laughs> it's it, it, that's just who I am. I'm like sporadic like that. 
people laugh at me constantly for my playlists. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And uh, so you guys toured with Mitchell Tenpenny. Uh, what was that like? Yeah, that was awesome. Mitchell is an awesome dude, and he was gracious enough to bring us out on the road a bunch of times. And, you know, at first we were a little skeptical of if the crowd would work. And I think people might have a misunderstanding of Mitchell Live, but they put on like a really, really, really good show. And it's a lot like more high energy and a lot heavier than you would actually think if you listen to the records. They're just produced so well and it is very country. But live, I mean, those dudes are rock stars. So we uh, played that first show with them and we were like, our audiences are perfect together. So yeah, we, uh, we learned a lot doing that and hopefully we can do some more with him that would be awesome yeah i think i saw him over the summer open i think for luke bryan and he was really good man and the guy's got an incredible voice you know it's, it's really a gift yeah it's unreal and he likes the heavy stuff too he likes the really hard rock and metal yeah for sure <laughs> yeah i think that's like what bonded us i think the we actually the first time we met him we wrote a song together uh me jesse and Mitchell and uh, who else was on that? That right? Uh, Will Weatherly. Yeah, Weatherly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we wrote a a really good song together. It was awesome, and I think it just you know when you go in to write a song with anybody for the first time, it's it's never you never just jump right into it. It's always like, kind of like you know feel out that person and know what you can say and what you can't say and you just kind of learn it do i vibe with these people or not i hate to say the v word but uh (laughs) it's just it's the truth though It, it really is so it was real quick to find out that mitchell was definitely in from the same background we were and we just hit it off from that point on and uh yeah it was like two weeks later he uh hit us up and was like hey man you guys want to come out and play some shows We're like yep (laughs) that's awesome do you guys have any more touring plans coming up uh we don't have anything booked right now but hoping to uh hit the road and after the new year and play a bunch of shows in 2023 because with loser coming out and with son of a i mean we've seen more growth in the past six months than we've seen in three years so just from people hitting us up and people commenting and you know engaging with our stuff uh, we know that there's some cities that uh, these folks want us to come play. So we're definitely going to try and book some shows around the country for sure. Got to get you guys to come down here to Atlanta, man. Yeah, we'd love that. Yeah, love. I love Atlanta. Yeah, play the masquerade. Yeah, that's, all, that's <laughs> yeah. the only venue. There's no about the dirty anymore. masquerade. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, yeah. Play You're, plenty of shows yeah. there. You ever hear of the seven venue? Seven venue. Why do I, why do I know that name? Cause it's terrible. <laughs> it was like a, it wasn't in Atlanta. It was right outside of Atlanta. I want to say it like Douglasville or something like yeah, that. Douglasville yeah. Or yeah. It's like okay. a little ways away. Yeah. Is this, is this still up? No, absolutely not. Uh, it, it was, was like an old a movie theater. Right? It was like an old movie theater that yeah. was owned by a church, I think. Yeah. I, and, I think there was a church uh, or something involved with it. Yeah. And they played some real heavy bands there. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Yeah, we played shows there, and it was insane. But you'd go there one time, and it'd be sold out. And then you'd go there one time, and there'd be literally nobody there. And then you'd sleep upstairs and play pinball and eat pizza. And it was sick. Yeah, or a barbecue. <laughs> that was 
Yeah. That, you almost had to eat barbecue there. Otherwise, burn in hell. Yep. You know, it was crazy. <laughs> Shout out to the seven venue. Yeah, seven venue. We love y'all. Seven venue. I think my little brother used to go see some shows. Like, who do you see over there? I'm talking like, you know, this is like 06, you know, there were those real heavy bands back then. Oh, yeah. That's when I was there. The, the reason why I remember that is he had one of those old school GPSs. It was in my dad's forerunner. And my dad came to me later because he thought I was driving. He goes, Mark, I just looked at this GPS. It shows a top speed of like 104. Have you gotten 104 in my car? And I was like, no. And he's like, might have been your brother. And we found out, sure enough, he hit 104 going uh, over to Douglasville to hit up a show. Yeah, yeah man. The Tom to Tom the, will tell on yeah, you, dude. Yeah, they get to the mosh pit. They've got to get there quick. <laughs> to add to that, my drummer used to, like, yell at us for gas mileage because he would check the the Tom Tom. He'd be like, I could tell you were speeding last night and you're wasting all the gas. And I was like, dude, I was going 75 in a 75. He's like, only 65 with the trailer on. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's what happens when you're poor. We're still poor. <laughs> <laughs> so these next three questions are what we close with and ask everyone cool so first question what would you tell your 21 year old self don't get married <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh stop stripping all the paint off of all your guitars because they're going to be worth money one day yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'd probably I'd probably say, hey, man, don't worry. It's going to happen. That's it. Good answers. But by 21, it was already too late for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'd have to go back. Yeah, if if, if it was like the 14-year-old Luke, I'd be like, yeah, don't do that. Go get a real job. Go to college. Yeah, go to college (laughs) for God's sake. (laughs) Go with your uh, next question. I could go on that all day. Next question. What are you drinking lately? If you don't drink alcohol, it could be anything refreshing you like to drink. Me and Luke watch a lot of true crime TV shows like The Blacklist, and they drink a lot of scotch just neat. And every time we watch it, we go, man, I just really want to drink a glass of scotch. So we haven't done it yet, but that's what I want to drink. I want to drink some scotch just neat and just sit around and stare at a board with a bunch of red lines connecting a bunch of photos. Yeah, I would say probably uh, just Coke Zeros, just anything. I mean, dude, let's just be honest. Zeros are amazing. Yeah. They make every brand of every flavor, and it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, the Zero Sunkist. Shout out to Sunkist. Yeah. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah, I need to get some more of that. I've been doing the Diet Dr. Pepper here and there. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the the Zero. Dude, that Zero Pepper, dude, is... That's a hefty pep. Yep. It's good stuff. So as you know, this is Rock Down South. So what is something or maybe a couple things that come to mind that you love about the South? Um, Every time I've ever played a show in Georgia or Florida, it has been absolutely awesome. It's very rare that you play a bad show in the South. I think the people there just love go to shows and just have a good time whether it's a country show or whether it's a metal show or whatnot like every time i've ever been down there and played a show it's been absolutely amazing so whenever we book shows south of tennessee i get super stoked because i just know for a fact it's going to be awesome yeah i would say i mean the hospitality thing 100 percent. 
I mean, before I was heavily tattooed, it was like, no matter where we went or what I was doing around this whole country, like when I hit that, that bobble belt, man, it was like, we could blow a tire, three people would stop and they, we even had it handled, you know, and people would still stop and, and, you know, make sure we're good and we're all right and all that. And, uh, but you know, once I got a little bit more tattooed, that kind of, that, that chilled out a little bit now, but, uh, <laughs> definitely the heart's still there man it's it's the folks in the south that make the south for me (laughs) those are good answers well thank you so much jesse and luke for being a part of the show today where can people find the connect with you guys online yeah you can check us out uh at lakeview country on instagram and tiktok and all that good stuff we got new merch that's up at our store you go to lakeviewofficial.com uh when we post some shows uh buy a ticket come rock out with us Excellent. We got the new single out, Son of a, which everybody should check out. Anything else going on that people should know about? Yeah, um, we got so much music getting ready to come out. Um, we don't have any release dates as of right now that I'm willing to share, but we're going to be dropping a lot more music a lot more frequently. So just if people don't follow us and they do like Son of a or they like any one of our other songs, just make sure you you know, you stay, you keep on following us and keep streaming that stuff because there's a lot more new music coming to your catalog from Lakeview. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I had a really great time chatting with Jesse and Luke. Those guys are really great songwriters and are bringing the sound to the table, which is completely new and fresh. I can't wait to hear more music from these guys and definitely want to see them play live here in the future. So make sure to go follow Lakeview on all of their social media pages and give their latest single titled Son of a a listen. It's available on all streaming platforms. You can find all our content at rockdownsouth.com and make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates. Leave us a five-star review if you can. We would really appreciate it. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. I'm Mark, and you've been listening to Rock Down South. See y'all next time.